Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are dandy. You are listening to Phantasm Podcast. Hey, this is Trevor Sternad. Brian is back from the Black Dahlia murder. Captain Sarah, this is Captain Warrior. This is Anthony Michael Hall. This is Dave. And this is Brett from Revocation. Hey, this is Larissa from Venom Visit. Terrence from Suffocation. Join your host, Corey Gorkreis and Dr. Vincent West for exclusive interviews with the sickest bands in metal and more. Head over to cultofphantasm.com, the only gravesite for all things horror and death metal. No filler, all killer. Now, please welcome our guest of honor. Season of Mist, February 14th. Um, probably my most anticipated album so far this uh, 2020, so this is going to be uh, awesome. I'm really excited about it. And then uh, we'll say now we're wrapping up the decade, and it's over. I will say that um, uh, Putrid Death Sorcery is one of my favorite albums of the decade for sure, so appreciate you guys and uh, the music you've put out, you know, pumped out over the last 10 years. It's been awesome so far so we'll get right into the ones from hell i guess do just a little track by track if you don't care yes of course for us it's a, a new decade new chapter that opened right now for necrovich as you say the the 2020 is starting it's also a new decade for the band and we see this new album the ones from hell not only as the fourth album but also as a, a brand new chapter in the history of the band Absolutely. And then, um, you know, you got a couple tracks up, um, social media now, you got Luciferian Sovereignty, which I love, and then the title track, of course, and, um, we'll get to those when we get to those. Um, but I guess start with the first track, Pure Hellfire, um, we'll get right into the album here and just talk a little bit about the tracks. About Pure Hellfire, so, actually when I write the album, I write, um, in the order, so I was thinking which song can I make um, to begin the new album because at this time I had zero riff no no idea about what will, what this new album will be right. so I was thinking uh, how can we get the listener into I mean pure fucking hellfire yeah. straight from the beginning of the of the album uh, work on kind of there is a, an intro for maybe one or two minutes to get like the, the temperature go, got higher and higher right and let, let's uh, later the, the song really start and that's also very great because we will start the, the live um, with this song 
So everything was kind of connected at the beginning when I write it. I was thinking already we are on stage, we are moving like this, the drummer play this pattern, blah, blah. And at the end, I think Pure Hellfire. It's a very, very long song because it's like seven minutes. So it's kind of uh, um, taking a bit of risk to start the album with such a long song for us. But in the end, um, I really like the, the vibe about this, uh, this song. It's like, okay, the album is here right now. You just took this seven minute blast in your face. So yeah. uh, you're in. <laughs> yeah. That's a good way to, to start the, to start the album for sure. And then, uh, we move on to Luciferian sovereignty. Well, Luciferian sovereignty, that's a kind of more classic, uh, Necroverse song. It can, it can be maybe connected to some songs of the previous album, Satanic Slavery. Right. I came of the same pattern on drums and guitar. Uh, I think this song is definitely made for the live. You know, there is a very powerful chorus, very powerful, very this kind of hell Satan, hell Satan <laughs> song. Yeah. And um, I will say it's not the most surprising song for the fans of Necroesh, but it's a perfect Necroesh song working, and uh, with all the mimics uh, that Necroesh have since uh, since ten years now. And yeah, I mean, this song is the, a perfect way to discover Necroach and also a perfect um, song for the, the, the people who are already fan of the band. Definitely agree, and you can go to the Season of the Mist YouTube channel if you guys haven't heard it yet and check that track out. And then uh, the next one, which is also on, on YouTube, is uh, The Ones From Hell, which is the title track, of course. Yes, The Ones From Hell is like, for me, it was the, the song that I am the most proud of in all Necroach record really I like this vibe I mean it's starting with a killer riff directly and with this riff the, the song is already perfect for me and uh, we can play we can wait really to, to play this song live and see how the people react it's kind of strange to have a mid-tempo kind of slow song for Necroach it's something new for us but uh, really it's working really great uh, I like the vibe about this this riff in the beginning is like I don't know, I can see some of Slayer influence, maybe, you know, from some yeah. of Evans. Really slow, and this riff is like, whoa, and getting bigger and bigger. And later the vocals arrive, and it's, uh, I really love uh, the vibe of this song. Really, for, in my opinion, that's the best song of the album. That's why I choose to be the title track. Even if uh, I'm sure some other people would prefer more speed uh, uh, songs from the album. Yeah, and there's, uh, the, the lyrics are great, and they're, um, you know the lyric videos on YouTube, so people can check that out. And I think it's got some really just badass lyrics on that song. You know, um, so I'm looking Thank forward you to. So it. Much. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty pretty sick. Some of the um, my favorites from from you guys so far. Um, then we got Absolute Evil. What can I say more? <laughs> yeah. Absolute Evil. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, sometimes you search the name for a song and you say, fuck, this will work perfectly, let's just put this and that's it. Uh, Absolute Evil, it's an instrumental song, actually. Um, it's like, uh, at the beginning we choose to put some vocal parts, but when we listen again in the studio, we say, oh, fuck off, let's remove all the vocals, <laughs> they're so good. We can maybe keep the song this way and have uh, something instrumental in the middle position of the album, at the end of the A side of the vinyl, so it can be something like uh, 
like a break, you know. In the album, you have all these like Purify, Luciferian, the ones from uh, coming in your face. Right. And then you have the Absolute Evil, which puts you just in um yes, in a big um this kind of big riff, you know, which is turning and turning, and um, you don't really need to have any vocals on this one. And yeah. I think it's some also surprising for an accurate because that's the first time we do such instrumental song. But it's it's really well connected with the rest of the album, and I really like this song. And also we are uh, also thinking to play it live and to to see how can we put an instrumental song during the live, and how can people react to this. It can be uh, something really um, challenging for us as well to to play this song in live. Yeah, and I you know I like a lot of when you know bands actually have instrumental breaks in albums. Going to be a lot of them just don't incorporate that in the live performances i think that's more of a thing that i would enjoy seeing um you know especially seeing you guys and you know it'd be really it'd be really neat to see that to play instrumental track during a you know yes definitely sometimes you know bands just uh, stop playing and yeah. tune the guitar or they have a speech and maybe instead of this we can keep the keep the ambience keep the the evil part and just play an instrumental song and tune the guitar same way or find kind of trick to, to let the show run exactly and then uh, Codex Obscuritus loves the title for that that's pretty that's awesome the Codex Obscuritus that's uh, I would say that's the first attempt we have to write a doom song for an Edge. so there's many surprises on this album yeah many uh, many new new paths we want to try because the fans of Necrowatch and the, also for the people who don't know the bands, but Necrowatch is usually in high tempo, this kind of sepultura uh, kind of tempo, tuka, 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 yeah. the way. And on this album, we were thinking, yes, we, we did three albums like this. We played ten years of uh, this kind of uh, pattern. Right. We have a lot of songs, so now um, let's try something more different, more slow, or with another kind of pattern and. At the beginning, when uh, we started writing Codex Obscuritas, I was thinking, no, this is not Necrowage, how it's possible. But later, when we put the vocals on and we, we work again on the song, uh, I was thinking, yes, uh, this is really new, but this is also very cryptic, maybe more kind of old-school death metal we were playing at the beginning of the band, maybe less black death metal. But uh, this song, Codex Obscuritas, there is no blast, there is no speed part, it's just a slow song all the way. Like if Candlemas will play some kind of... Yeah. <laughs> so, I will say. But it worked very well, actually. And now that we realize we are able to do this kind of song, and it opened many possibilities uh, for, the, for the next release, actually. Sure, yeah. I think it'd be a great, uh, you know think people can catch on to and maybe hope for more in the next album um through the black abyss you miss one song i think darkness supreme Hi, darkness supreme number six yeah <laughs> delay on the vocals you know it's dead dead yeah <laughs> over and over i i love this feeling and this song is connected with the following song through the black abyss so it's like one big song connected with some experiments we did in the studio. We just uh, uh, made some incantation and made some noise 
uh, while the microphone was still recording and we managed to create something that connects the two songs so it's um, I like Darkness Supreme it's, it's something different I will say all this B-side actually um, I mean from the song 5, 6, 7 and 8 which will be on the B-side of the vinyl are way more experimental for Nectarage we try new things um, even there is acoustic guitar or 12 string guitar oh wow and that's the first time we put this and when we when we did try in the studio we were like this fuck it's, it's working fucking great yeah <laughs> so let's try it but it will be more surprising for the for the fans of the band I mean I think the the A side of the vinyl is more like straight to the point and the B side is more like okay let's try what we can do with the with the Nekorech uh, um, spirit but with some other kind of um, songwriting yeah, I like that idea. You get them comfortable, especially for the old school fans too, and then you kind of draw them in. And then when you get to the other side, it's like, all right, well, these guys can really, uh, you know, just bring different kinds of styles to this too, and just make it really interesting. So I, I like that actually. It's awesome. Yeah, and I think after, after three albums of uh, kind of satanic blackness metal, yeah, uh, normal you want to experiment some new things. Otherwise, you just keep making the, the same album over and over. And Absolutely. People will just say, "Yeah, I, I like, but I like only the first album." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You definitely want to differentiate, you know, the um, styles, and that's good to progress. And uh, hear you guys do that, you know, keeps me uh, as a fan myself to hear the the new stylings of Necro Rich every time yes um, and uh, actually I, I think right now it's, it's not easy to say if the band is really a black or death metal band uh, it's I don't know really some uh, last time in an interview one journalist was asking me is it a black or death metal band and I can't even answer right now to, for me it's Necro Rich there is a, a lot of influence coming from Judas Priest layer or Death Sepultura uh, when we we do our own kind of uh, extreme metal, right? Yeah, I think you guys are very unique. You know, if I hear Necroetch and a lot of people aren't metal fans, wouldn't know the difference. But I can tell it's like, oh yeah, that's Necroetch. So you know, um, yes. to have a band like you guys around is really uh, really special, and it's it's awesome. Uh, it's a breath of fresh air to have a band like you guys playing and, and making albums. It's it's awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> And then through the Black Abyss, you said it's kind of like a Darkness Supreme kind of bridges into that. Yeah, through the Black Abyss is like another instrumental song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and this on this song we were thinking what uh, we draw the listener into hell. Awesome. So instead of having something uh, super fast or super super uh, with a lot of blast, here we put something. Again, like mid tempo with some kind of acoustic guitar, yeah. And so the listener will maybe think, "Is it hell or where I am? I'm completely lost." And yeah. We we really really like this this idea um, to to have this kind of uh, descent into hell, but not um, not too fast. Right. So, That's pretty brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited for that. And then number eight is Necro Wretch, which I think... I don't know, I like when bands do that, when they have... Um, the name of their band is the last track, or, you know, they actually 
kind of represents the band itself? Is that what you were trying to do for that? Yes, definitely. It's, uh, it's strange that we have an accurate sound on the fourth album and right. on the demo or on the first album, it's true. But uh, when I was writing the album, I was uh, I was writing the last song. I knew it was the last song of the album. I had the feeling the album was, was complete. And so uh, I was thinking the, the best way to achieve the album is to have like, the most complete apocalyptic feeling. Oh. Something that would really... Uh, crush everyone right. both in studio and in, in life and I write this song which is almost uh, which can almost be on the demo of Nekulwetch I mean by the songwriting something really um, raw something really I mean easy to play like uh, like the really old uh, Nekulwetch yeah and uh, at the end I was thinking okay which which will be the, the title so fuck Nekulwetch yes <laughs> perfect so, because it really represents uh, the band, uh, I like I like this vibe. There is just an, the chorus is very easy. It's just doing evil Nekeresh, evil Nekeresh, Satan, and that's it. Yep. <laughs> it's the best way for me. And uh, yeah, that's the good song to to finish the the album. A very something. I think this song is also a de- uh, dedicated to all the people who follow us since the the, the very first day. They will really uh, appreciate this this song. That's awesome, and I really awesome. look forward to this whole you know album and everything coming together. And um, you know, hearing the rest of it, I heard you know some of it so far. It's amazing. So I look forward to uh, getting a copy of it and, and and blasting it, man. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, one more song will be unleashed on uh, January the seventh. And uh, later the full album will be on stream uh, on February the 14th for, for the release of the album. Awesome. Yeah. Do you guys have any uh, touring plans, uh, any festival shows coming up? Uh, yes, we will embark in European tour in March uh, alongside with uh, two bands from Norway, Tak and Kampfar. Awesome. Both amazing and, bands. Uh, we will play, I think, in uh, uh, almost 20 shows or something like this, in, mostly in Europe. And later in France, we will play the Hellfest Festival. Awesome. It's like a fucking great place to be. And for the rest of the year, we are planning shows. We would like to come. I know you will ask. <laughs> we will like to come to, to the States. Sure. I don't know if it will happen this year or the next year. It's not easy to... To work such a such a tour, there is a lot of uh, lot of logistics to, to have this done. Maybe we will go back also to Asia. We have a lot of fans there. We already played so, and definitely some shows in France, our country, and Europe. Um, for now, we focus on this European tour, and more shows for 2020 and 2021 will be announced uh, via Facebook, Instagram, Season of Mist, and so on. Awesome. I'm very excited about that. Hopefully we see you guys in the States. Um, you know, if not, we might have to make it over to Europe. We'll see what happens with that. Um, but yeah, this has been awesome. I appreciate all your time, and uh, I look forward to this album coming out for sure. So thanks for your time, and I wish uh, I can see you in France or in the States or whenever in hell. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> maybe there. <laughs> um,
yeah, but but thank you so much, and, and we look forward to this. And guys, on Season of Miss, February fourteenth, you can pick up a copy of uh, Necro Rich's new album, The Ones from Hell, and uh, you can stream some of their stuff now and be on the lookout for them near you, friends of Europe. Oh man, thank you so much for this. I really appreciate your time, and cheers to you and and um, to all your guys' success and this new album bringing us into the new year. Um, we look very much forward to hearing it. Thank you so much. Merci beaucoup, and a satanic new year. Yeah.